0: This is Wealth of Ohio with Robert Dodaro from Prism Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Robert provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Wealth of Ohio with Robert Dodaro.
1: Welcome to the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. I'm your host, Robert Dodaro, and with me as always is my co-host, Tony Shore. This show is here to help the people of Ohio better understand, you know, how to not only to manage their financial wealth, but what options they have for enjoying the wealth of life. We're talking about values. We're talking about sharing things with your family, sharing experiences out there. I know me personally, I uh, recently got the opportunity uh, to go down to Phoenix and go to the, uh, the, The Phoenix golf tournament down there and watch some of the pros play. And, you know, if you haven't heard of that event or, you know, you should definitely check it out. If it's not on your bucket list, I would highly recommend adding that. I've been to Firestone and uh, no no offense there, but, you know, experiences uh, matter in life and having fun and having memories that you can look back on. That's also part of the wealth of Ohio. So this show is here, hopefully to give you some good financial advice, but also to help you out understanding different options of ways you could be enjoying life, ways you could be giving back to the community, and overall ways that you can help improve the wealth of Ohio as a whole. So in thinking about this, Tony, you know, so like I said, I got got to go to this golf tournament and what an experience. It uh, really, you know, it's something 250,000 people are on this one golf course, right? I mean, it (laughs) is just packed. It is a lot of people. Everybody's happy having a good time. And, you know... I, you go back because there, they played the video. There the, the hole 16 is known as the world's most famous hole, right? And it's 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 a par 3 that's just lined with suites and stands all along the entire course. People are there having a good time just waiting for someone to hit a hole in one. And it took three days, right? I mean, almost three full days of sitting in the sun waiting for someone to do this and then finally it happens and when it does happen of course the crowd goes nuts right everybody's celebrating throwing throwing their drinks in the air throwing drinks out and all that and you know for for people out there there are a lot of people who criticize that saying that's not golf that's not you know the way it should be but realistically, I mean, I was there. I was in, I wasn't on that hole. I was on the seventeenth hole when it happened, but you know, those people paid their dues. You know, that was success for them. They were waiting for that one objective to happen. They wanted to see a hole in one, and then they celebrated it. You know, even the golfers, right? That's what they were trying to do. They wanted to make the crowd happy. And so it was it was a really good time. But when you look at your personal life, when you look at things, you have to ask yourself, what does it take for me to be successful? And and what does success look like, right? When we get to the end of our life and we look back on it, you know, in your mind, ask yourself, what would I I need to have done? What boxes would I need to have checked in order to say I had a successful retirement, right? I mean, have you ever thought about that much, Tony?
0: Well, yeah, and I think that a lot of people Uh, think about that and ask themselves these questions, you know, how can I have a successful retirement? And then, uh, you know, you talk about, Robert, defining success. What is a successful retirement? Is it just uh, not running out of money, before you die? Is that a successful retirement? I think there's a lot more to it.
1: Of course. And and so that we want to focus on that theme in today's show, but we're also going to talk a little bit about some toxic advice that people have received over the years and oh, yeah. why it was considered toxic advice and maybe some, some good advice to counter that toxic advice. If you're someone who's listening to us on 93.5 or 1590 AM, we thank you very much for tuning in. Our podcast listeners as well, we salute you. Uh, just so you know uh, we always at the end for our podcast listeners there's always a few extra minutes that we save just for you for putting in the extra work and following us uh, and coming along on this journey we you know we want to give you a little bit of extra so you can always go to my prismwealth.com and check out our show anytime you want and see the shows, listen to any of them that you choose. Uh, And at the same time, if you want to find out more information about us, you can always check us out there. But Getting onto to the show's topic here, successful retirement, you know, and I always tell people my my successful retirees that I work with, uh, you know, the ones who are happy, who don't seem to be as stressed, that are in- enjoying retirement. Uh, those are the ones it, it, it's funny because it, it, you'd think it's the people who had the most money. Right, right. It's it's not always the case. I mean, a lot of those people uh, don't, you know, they're 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 not out there enjoying it. They're just saving and not really enjoying that money, which which is fine. They're comfortable and all that, uh, but they're not maximizing their retirement. They're not, you know, checking off big bucket list items or anything else like that as well too. So for me, the ones that I, for how I define success, right, it's, it's for me, it wasn't the ones who you know made the most or even the ones who saved the most while they were working. you know a lot of the most successful ones are the ones who retired without debt. And we talked about debt on last week's show. You can check that one out uh, where we went into different numbers for the country, for the world, for our state uh, as well too. But you know I want people out there enjoying retirement. So when you have no debt, it makes it very easy and comfortable, especially when tough times come to be able to weather the storm but it gives you a lot of great flexibility to actually go out and, and have some fun experiences as well. You know, you could have a lot of money saved, but you know, if you have a lot of leftover student loans or, you know, house debt or things like that, you know, you really don't have as much money to go out and enjoy yourself. So, you know, focus on getting rid of the debt. That'll be the 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 one piece of good advice we start with uh, today, but I think something that is really important because you said it earlier, Tony. Most people, when they hear the question of what does a successful retirement look like, uh, they'll say, well, I just didn't run out of money. Right. I mean, that's easy answer right there. No, no real problem. But the truth is far more difficult. You know, if if all I did was say, "Okay, well, I didn't run out of money. I, I mean, how fulfilling of a retirement does that sound to you? Right, like, does that sound like, oh man, you had a great retirement? You just, you just, you just made it without going broke. Good job, right? Right? That's not success. Okay, that might be surviving. Retirement, But that's not a successful retirement. So I want you to think, especially if you're someone who's thinking of retiring in the next five years, really ask yourself this question. What does a successful retirement look like to me? Did I get to go certain places or do certain things, uh, have certain experiences with my family and loved ones? You know, what was it for you? What what were the things that you were looking forward to doing? Like, why were you saving for retirement to begin with? Uh, it wasn't just so you could sit around and do nothing. Maybe it was to get that motorcycle you always wanted and drive around the country and see national parks. Uh, I've met with someone recently where they're they're traveling around and going to all the baseball stadiums. You know, that's, oh, yeah. that's their goal, right? You know, so if they died without seeing all 30 major league baseball stadiums, they would not consider themselves to have a successful retirement. Uh, it's that important to them. So you have to be able to define what's important to you and what you wanna see. Okay, well time with your family, I get that. What sort of experiences do you wanna have with your family then? If time's that important, is, is the only experience you want sitting around watching TV and having dinner? Okay, I mean, yeah, that that's fine every now and then. I mean, you, that 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 builds the core nucleus of your family, and it's important. But you still want to have the experiences. One of my clients uh, recently, he he didn't want to go. You know, it wasn't on. He, he didn't need that success in his life, but he wanted his family to go to Disney World. So oh, he, yeah. he took the money out and he said, "Look, I'm just paying for them to go. You know, I don't want to be there. I just want to make sure they have a good time. I'm going to be the old fuddy duddy anyways if I'm there. So I don't want to. You know, I don't want to be there, but I want to make sure that they have that experience and have that opportunity now, i of course i'd love it if he went too. you know like that I, I, man why sure. are you go? you know i mean I, i'll ask him but you know in the end it's his life it's what he wants but you know he wants those experiences for his family and he wants them to have that joy and, the, and that fun so you have to start asking yourself that question and then once you figure out what you want well then it's really easy to say okay well okay i know what i want what can I do? Yeah. (laughs) Right, like what what can I get away with right Mm -hmm. now? What's what's the next step in there? So when you start looking at your list, a few of the things you look at, you might be like, man, I could get that one done pretty quickly if I wanted to. But there's probably gonna be a few on that list that are gonna take a little bit of work, a little bit of planning, and a little bit of effort on your part before you can actually achieve those goals. Hopefully, right, a a goal's not a good goal if it doesn't challenge you in some regards, right? Right, right. So, you know, once you have that, then you can start figuring out what advice you might need, right? Like if I, you know, there are people who specifically their only job is planning vacations to Disney, right? Like that's all they do. And they know the tricks and the ins and the outs of how to have a great experience at Disney and hopefully save you some money along the way as well, too. So same sort of logic applies when you're in the financial world. If you have a goal, if you want to, you know, be able to buy an RV when you retire, if you want to be able to travel the United States or help your grandkids with college or you know what, even if giving is one of your motivations, philanthropy, uh, helping out your church, you know, it doesn't matter what the goals are, it's what's important to you. You know, that's all that matters is is it important to you? And if it is, all right, well then let's figure out how much you can do comfortably in retirement uh, without worrying about, you know, pain points later in life, we'll say, right? Like everybody's worried about nursing home or running out of money or healthcare care bills and, and all these other things. What can I do comfortably when I retire? And that's what we're trying to find out. This is when we meet with people and we go through and we run reports, we run analysis to see what kind of income they can be looking forward to, what sort of tax exposure are they going to have, how they should maybe be changing up their investment strategy to help maximize their income or at least get more efficient income. Uh, As they go through life. So. We run all these reports because we all know knowledge is power, right? I mean, that's, that's, that's what we've been told. Knowledge information right. is key. It helps yep. you. The more knowledge you have, the, you know, the better off you are. So we gather all this information up specifically so we can try and paint the big picture for someone. And we call that big picture the Clear Retirement Solution. And it's there to help people understand what their choices are, what their options are, but most importantly for them to understand where they are right now these are the goals that you have, these are the items that you want, this is what you need to feel like you've had a successful retirement, great. Let's see if you can do it and how much you can do. So that's us putting together the plan for you as well too when we develop that later in the process. But if you're someone out there who's either already retired or approaching retirement, or heck, even if you're younger and you're trying to save and build a plan, then you need to start looking at what your options are and what your choices are from moving forward. And if you want to start that complimentary process with us today, where we can look at your own clear retirement solution, all you need to do is call 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330-804-0123. But I wanted to take a brief moment. We're about to go to break here in just a little bit, Tony. So, I mean, have you ever gotten bad advice, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I mean, there's always that, that time where you look at things and you're like, man, you know, at the time it sounded like decent advice, but after a while... Yeah, you know, you around to, the come, water
0: cooler or from um, a f- distant family member saying yeah. they had some great financial advice. Uh, I, not I don't usually, know what Uncle Tony's advice
1: best. didn't work out, right? You know, like, <laughs> he's, he, he seems to have all the answers, so... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. yeah I so mean, we there we is toxic it. advice out there. That's for sure.
1: You know, so we, we came across an article and, you know, we usually uh, publish these as part of our notes. But um, in terms of everything, the article talked about three forms of a toxic advice. So they asked younger people, like, what's some of the bad advice that they got uh, and, and why? And it was a really great article. It was kind of eye opening. They, they The three things that you know said were the most toxic advice were never dine out credit cards are bad and renting a home is a waste of money and you're like well wait a minute that does sound like advice that you've given your kids right like how is that how is that toxic advice not to say that it's all bad advice just advice that doesn't make you know i always ask people what's the goal right like if you're if you're arguing with a loved one right you know, is the end goal to, you know, make up or is the end goal to walk away angry? All right. Well, if the end goal is to make up, you might want to choose your words a little bit better, (laughs) but... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) in in terms of all those things. So it's not always necessarily the message. It might be the messaging. So when we come back from our break here in just a moment, we're going to talk about these three pieces of toxic advice, what they mean and why they're considered toxic, but also go into some good advice and some positive advice for you out there as well, too. So we'll be right back in a moment with more of the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. When you think of a puzzle, what would you say is the most important piece? corner? A side piece? I would argue that the
0: most important piece of a puzzle is the picture on the box. And the same can be said for your retirement. Robert Dodaro from Prison Wealth Management would love to show you your retirement picture. For more information, call 330-804-0123 or visit his website at wealthofohio.com. firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered through AEWM LLC. And welcome back to the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast with our host, Robert Dodaro. I am your co-host, Tony Shore, and Robert, great show so far today. Uh, you kind of ended our last segment. You said uh, the three uh, top pieces of toxic advice, advice that could be bad or uh, not necessarily bad, but toxic and not work out, uh, never dine out, credit cards are bad, and renting a home is a waste of money. I've heard all three. I've i I've mm-hmm. gotten those three pieces of, of advice, yep. and I've even told my kids, you know, you uh, watch out for credit cards, but they all, you know, when they hit 18 or 17, they all got one. So, mm-hmm. um, I guess, uh, you know, the credit cards can be useful. Uh, and obviously, uh, you want to dine out and treat yourself once in a while. So I get those two, mm-hmm. uh, renting a home though. I've always heard, uh, renting is throwing away your money, uh, but mm-hmm. are there
1: instances where renting a home isn't a waste of money? So it's not that these are bad pieces of advice. It's just that it's, you know, again, it's not the message. It's the messaging on here as well. And, you know, before I get to that, I want to just say something real quick. So we we found this information. It was actually from a blog, uh, IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. And, um, you know, it's funny how we got there, though, because the article was actually published in Inc., which I got through my Apple News. So this is how we get our news these days, right? It's all through you know this link to that, link to that, link to that. And if you if you really want to calm yourself down with all the frustrating news out there, start learning to go to the original source of all the information. So I will teach you to be rich.com is the original source. Now multiple news outlets wrote about what they put in here in the study that they did because they did a survey of a thousand uh, adults and you know basically asked them what this toxic advice was. So, and it's a very informative article, but these pieces of advice were there because in a lot of ways they weren't very realistic, you know, given the modern world. All right, sure. mom and dad, you don't want me to dine out. Okay, you're going to teach me to cook finally, right? You know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know kind of thing. Oh, or do I need to, you know, so you, I need to go pay for a class to have someone to teach me to cook rather than just going and buying food, right? So, it, you know, and and we all know with kids There's a level of reverse psychology. Like sometimes if you want them to do something, you have to tell them to do the opposite. Like it's really funny with my son, like asking him for a hug. Sometimes we don't get that hug, but we're like, Hey, don't you dare give me a hug and watch him run up and give us a hug. (laughs) You know, so you have to learn, you know, in some ways how, you That's know, not, not necessarily to manipulate <laughs> your
0: children. But you know, sometimes I mean, you know, reverse psychology works. Reverse psychology kids. does yeah.
1: work. And even credit cards are bad. Okay. Yeah. Paying a high. It's not that credit cards are bad. Paying a high interest rate is bad. You know, if you know how to and if you know how to leverage zero percent, there's a lot of times where clients call me and it's like, man, if you pay that all off right now, the tax bill you're going to have is going to be outrageous. You're going to pay more in taxes than you will in interest if you do it this way. There might be a better way using some zero percent options out there uh, as well, too. So just different pieces of advice and how they come across. So toxic doesn't necessarily have to be the message, it's just how you approach things. And even renting a home, yeah, in a lot of ways, it is a waste of money uh, with it as well too, but in some ways it doesn't acknowledge the reality of how expensive it is to buy a home these days. And many young people are not gonna be able to afford that, especially coming out of college when they're in debt from student loans. So yeah, you don't want me renting, but I'm not, you know, the, the places that I can afford to live are not exactly a place where they may be comfortable living as well too. Um, and some parents say tough, you know what, you deal with it. We had to grow up in those <laughs> conditions. This is what we did and we found a way to make it through. Uh, in some ways, adversity does build character, right? You know, in terms of all those things, I'm, I'm definitely a firm believer in that. But at the same point in time, uh, you have to understand the reality of the situation and what's out there uh, as well. And until you've actually taken the time to look, you know maybe they have looked and they realize the options out there, you know, aren't exactly in the part of town where you may even want them living. Right. (laughs) Like, right. So uh, you have to, you have to watch out for that and have to be careful about these pieces of advice. So it's not that the advice is bad. It's just sometimes it's not very realistic. And so I remember one time, even me, when I was in college, like I was working three jobs, putting myself through school. And I was like, finally at the point where it's like, I can't keep doing this. I need help. I reached out to my family and, you know, asked for help, which is something that I never, you know, they they my, my, my family immediately came up and said, yes, we will help you because they knew that I don't ask for help very often. Uh, but even my grandparents at this time, my wise grandparents, you know, they said, yes, we will help you on the conditions that you, you know, cut your cable bill. You, you know, you cut some of these unnecessary expenses out of your lifestyle as well, too. And at the time, I was a little bit offended by it. I was like, man, I'm not... I'm not living extravagantly here. Like I'm not going out, you know, like I'm not going out and and wasting money or anything else like that. I'm working hard and all that. But looking back on it now, it's like, hey, you know, that that was good advice. But at the time, it's not what I wanted to hear. You know, so (laughs) younger people have to have that reality message at some point in time, too. As you grow old, you gain experience uh, and you learn some of these things but it doesn't mean that you can't help with positive advice now, or even building a solid foundation uh, of good financial knowledge with your family. And you may say, Robert, I I don't, I don't know a lot about money. I don't know a lot about how it works or anything else like that. So I don't know really what I could teach my kids. Well, there's a lot you could teach them. Realistically, you know, when school time comes around, right? It's time to go shopping for school supplies and uh, the new clothes yep. and the new outfits, right? Right. You know you only have so much money you can spend. Okay. Well, break a piece of that budget off and say, hey, each of you, here's, you know, here's a hundred bucks or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, these are the things that you need to buy with this money. Okay. This is everything that needs to be bought and you have to buy it all. Okay. Um, and if they go out and buy something too expensive that make, and they need to return it, make them go through the return process. Yeah. <laughs> you, you want, you know, you, you learn those frustrations. Those are good lessons
0: to learn. I wish they would yeah. t- do a better job. I wish my parents had done a better job and done that with me, and mm-hmm. I wish they would teach it more in schools—basic finance and mm-hmm. and personal
1: finance. But well, there's all kinds of basic skills you can get. So, and there's good advice out there as well. And you know, like sure. saving saving a percentage of your paycheck every time, right? Yep. Whether it's going we a lot make of times, our kids do that. Oh yeah, and whether it's going into your 401k or just going into your savings account, it just just make sure you're saving. That's that's the most important thing right, right now. We can yep. figure out where to save later, but just make sure you're saving. Uh, and again, Robert, I, I can't afford these things. Okay, well, you know, uh, even my kids, right? Like I when, when they were born, I, I couldn't afford to save for college for them. I had my own student loan debt. I had different things going on. Um, so all I did was I made the, uh, the commitment to saving $25 a month. So that's it. I'm going to save $25 a month, you know, basically $5 a week, a little bit more than that, that I would be saving for my kids. So, uh, and then each year on their birthday, I'd add another $25 a month on it, you know, and it's starting to get expensive. I'm not going to lie, you know, but I'm in a much better shape now to where I can afford those things. And I've got quite a good nest egg built up for each of my children as I go along as well too. So it's something where you can just start simple, but you know, the one person who always pays themselves first out of every single paycheck is any guesses, uh, it, the, well, Uncle Sam. There the you IRS. go. The yeah, that's right. That's right. So I mean, you you say I don't know how to budget. Yes, you do. You know, if you're making forty thousand dollars re- a year, you're really getting thirty six thousand dollars a year. You learn how to live on thirty six thousand. You don't budget for forty thousand. You the government takes and pays themselves first. Same sort of logic for you. Take money off the top, put it in savings, forget about that money that's there for the rainy days, for the emergencies, for the I don't knows that happen in life, you know, and you don't know when, you don't know how, you don't know where, but you know there's gonna be a point in time where you have something expensive happen and you need some money. So. Saving that money is first and important, most important, and then living off the rest. So it's not that you need to save 15% of your income day one. You may not be able to afford that. Start with 1%. Okay, start with whatever you can start with. and But just make sure you're taking some money out and taking care of yourself first. So then, you know, you can look at some other type of good advice we've heard uh, over the years as well. You know, s- start saving when you're younger. I think everybody knows that. The, the more years you have of saving, I mean, Put it in perspective. Let's say you want to retire at 65. Okay. Like that's, that's your ambition. That's your goal. You want to retire by the age of 65. Okay. Well, there's a good chance that you're going to live to age 90. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's a really good chance. you live. I'm not going to talk about a hundred. We're just going to say 90. All right. (laughs) You know? Okay. So let's, let's just talk about age 90. All right. That's 25 years that you have to plan for, which means you 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 go to school you start working takes a couple years you build your family but realistically you're trying to have at best maybe 40 years of saving to provide you with 25 years of income you know hmm. now now you might have social security you might have pension you might have some other things to help you along the way but that's really what you're trying to do. So that's not an easy goal, especially when you're talking about paying for kids' colleges, you know, buying homes, buying vehicles, you know, the things that you have to do, uh, and uh, you know, year over year in this world. So, you, you want to look at these things and you know when you want to figure out how much you can spend how much you can do in retirement you know it's good to run estimates and this is why you know we do things called Monte Carlos uh, for those those Super What's Bowl fans that? out there right yeah those Super Bowl fans out there you always look and they they'll, they'll come on the screen and say team you know in this case we'll say the browns have a 60 percent chance of winning this weekend they they ran it through 10,000 simulations. Well, Monte Carlo is similar. You can do 1,000 simulations, you can do 10,000, you could do 100,000 simulations. But let's play out a, a whole bunch of different scenarios assuming life throws many different curveballs at you throughout the rest of your life. How often do you come out at the end successful, right? Like that's what we're talking about, is looking back on life and saying, I had a successful retirement. Successful retirement was it, to me isn't, well, I made sure I just paid my basic monthly bills and then I didn't really do anything else for 25 years, right? Like that to me just doesn't sound fun. It doesn't sound like a a successful retirement, you know, to me. But, oh, no, I was able to, you know, go visit these places and take my kids with me every once in a while. Uh, We had some special time. We had that special anniversary trip where we went to Alaska and did the cruise. You know, those types of experiences that we wanted to have. You know, I took the time and learned how to, you know, replay the guitar again and even wrote a song and and played with some buddies. You know, those types of things that, you know, you you can't really put a price tag on in a lot of ways. Those are the things that I want to look back and say, yeah, I had a successful retirement because I was able to do these things with my family and have these experiences mm. with them as well too. That's and right. that's that's what we're looking for out of retirement and that's what we want for everybody. And it's why we make the clear retirement solution a complimentary process that we walk you through uh, because we understand it's intimidating for most people you know we have a lot of questions we have a lot of worries we're not sure if we're going to understand the answers all the time so we're not sure how much we can be helped but realistically it's about giving you clear answers to the questions you have and honestly i'm not going to say i know the answer to every question that anyone's ever asked me but I've always given clear responses as best as I can and at the same time if I don't know something I'm happy to tell someone, "Hey, look, let, let's go find an you need an actual lawyer. Let's yeah. let's find someone there and these are the questions that you want to be asking them and if we know the answers great, then we can figure out how we adapt your plan." Sure. But well, you want those plans.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I just wanted to jump in and say we're out of time for the radio show portion uh, of the show. <laughs> Uh, Is there anything else you want to add to wrap it up and uh, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you?
1: Oh, absolutely. So like we said, anytime you want and you're looking at starting at that clear retirement solution, all you got to do is call 330-804-0123. Again, it's 330-804-0123, or you can visit us on the web at myprismwealth.com. But you know, in the end, the, the main thing, if you're listening on the radio, you know, we're, we're going to continue on the podcast here in just a moment. But if you're listening on the radio, one thing you want to take with you is the question, what does a successful retirement look like to you? Ask yourself, ask your spouse and start building that plan. Now it will help you tremendously when you have that vision. I promise you, but we'll be back next week with more of the wealth of Ohio show, but we're about to pick back up with the wealth of Ohio podcast in just a second. All right,
0: and that does it for today's episode of the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast with our host, Robert Dodaro. Thank you for listening to Wealth of Ohio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Robert Dodaro at Prism Wealth Management. Call 330-804-0123 or visit them online
2: at wealthofohio.com. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Prism Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated companies. Prism Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Prism Wealth Management, LLC. This radio show is a paid placement.
1: And we're back with the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. So this is for all our podcast listeners out there. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, you know, we talked today about, you know, what a successful retirement looks like, but at the same time, some toxic advice, some good advice. But what is the pieces of advice or what are the pieces of advice that, you know, current retirees say, man, I wish someone had given me that advice when yeah. I was growing up? Well, for right? me, like,
0: for mm-hmm. me, I have to throw out what it would be for me, and that is uh, that I would have started working on a financial plan and uh, putting away more when I got my first full-time
1: job out of college. I'm surprised you didn't say you wish someone would have just told you all the winning lottery numbers. You know?
0: well, <laughs> yeah, that's true. And now, Jesus. if somebody
1: could have done that,
0: obviously, right.
1: but you know, go go Biff Tannen, you know, back right? To the future, fact, go back to the future, and just know what to bet on everything, <laughs> and you know, think But even in that scenario, things don't always work out the way they seem. That's right. right. You know, so, that's right. But you know, there's there's always advice and things, and this is this is a great moment when talking about the wealth of Ohio. Knowledge is power, knowledge is wealth. Okay. What are the things like if you have those things, man, I wish someone would have taught me this. Are you teaching that to your children? Are you teaching it to your grandchildren? Right? Are these things that you pass along to them and make sure that they do know? right? Like, hey, even if this is something you already know, I just wanted to make sure, because you know what happened to me? I, you know, I I did this whole thing and it cost me an extra thousand dollars because I didn't know what I was doing. So if, if you ever have yourself in that situation, by the way, make sure you don't whatever, right? There's no, there's no right or wrong in here. It's just making sure you share experiences. Now, when someone's trying to teach you, do you like it when they come in all arrogant and acting like they know everything and that every, you know, that they always have all the answers? Mm. No. Okay. Yeah. You, you might listen to that advice, but it's not advice that you trust more often than not. Right. right. Even your kids, even though, hey, like, you know, I made you, right? <laughs> like you're, you're part of me. Yeah. You should trust anything I say. Mm. That, that, we're still human. We're still human. Yeah. So. You have to look back and say how you approach that situation. And if you approach it from, hey, you know what? Here's some mistakes I made, and this is what it cost me, right? They're going to be much more receptive to that than they are other things. Or, hey, you know what's funny? I just learned this the other day. Did you know that? Right? Like if you come at it from that angle, they're going to be much more receptive, much more open. And again, subliminally, even though you're not like giving directly, giving them advice in in the back of their mind, they're going to remember that. Be like, wait a minute, didn't this, didn't dad talking about this the other day? Didn't mom tell me about that last year There's something to that? I can't remember. Let me ask them again. What were they talking about? So, you know, in a lot of ways, and I even do this with my current clients, like The amount of knowledge I have after doing this for nearly 12 years and seeing all kinds of circumstances, all kinds of things happen, unexpected things, you know, plans working beautifully and like plans it's just like, okay, you know, how did life get this off for you that quickly, right? You know, what happened? So it's something out there that you see. And, you know, ultimately it's nice when you can think about, oh, I I wish I would have known that a year or two ago. Right. Sometimes it doesn't always work that way. So, you know, when you're going back and you're thinking about the things you want to learn, make sure you're sharing it with your family. Make sure you're helping them out and sharing that knowledge in a way uh, that they can understand because it is one thing to, you know, tell your kids, hey, save more money. You're younger. It'll make you more money, right? Like, okay, I, I, I get that. But you know what? I, I, I really, I, I can't see that fitting in my budget right now. Okay, they're, they're not going to listen to you. You know, I mean, just bottom line. But, you know, when when the time comes, right? and say your kid's not saving, say it's a kid that you've you said, Hey, save, you know, and they're, and they're not saving and they have an emergency and they call you up and they're like, I need $2,000. Like, I, I need money right now. I need your help. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so we, we all know, right. We, we hope it's only, we hope it's only that much and it's not $20,000 they're calling for or something. Right. You know, so it, it, it's something whereby, you know, when that happens, that's a good learning moment. It's a good teaching moment, but it's not a good preaching moment, right? You know, in there as well, too, because if you're like, well, I told you you should save. Why didn't you listen to me? Okay. Are they going to be motivated to save after that? Probably not. You know, just like that, if someone said, oh, I told you so. No no one has ever changed anyone's mind (laughs) by saying, I told you so, right? (laughs) That's like probably the least successful argument you could make, you know, but I bet you if you say, okay, I can help you out, but, but I want you to understand something. Like I, I had set this money aside because I was planning on taking your mom on a very nice trip. We were going to go, you know, we always wanted to go out to Napa Valley and try the wine out there. But you know, I feel like you're more important right now and that we can, we can delay that dream of ours for a little while longer, you know, in there and we'll help you out right now. Do you think he's going to learn a lesson from that? Yes. You know, probably think he's going to make me think maybe they're going to think twice about, you know, calling and asking for money or maybe maybe I need to do something because my parents just sacrificed something really important to them to help me out. Yeah. right. Like now, they're not gonna, a much you know, better
0: lesson. Much better way to teach the lesson. That's, That's right.
1: So it's sure. not. It's not always the message. Like I say, it's the messaging and how you approach things. Just like whether it's reverse psychology or any of these other things that you have to do, you do know your kids and you know what they respond to and what they don't respond to. So helping them learn these lessons is very, very important because we want to tell them to save more. And you know, even a, a buddy of mine, you know, a piece of advice like plan plan ahead. Right. We always say that plan ahead. Yep. So, you know, him and his brother bought some farmland years ago and they got it for a really good deal. And with the uh, explosion of property and everything recently, um, you know, they kind of started thinking about, you know, well, maybe I'm maybe I want to sell my portion or the other one wants to sell their portion. So they started talking about how to split the land up. Well. If they had had more of these ideas and these conversations before they bought the land, they would have structured the agreement a little bit differently to make it easier for them to split things up later. But because they never thought about it or never talked about it, now when they want to make some changes to the agreement, it is difficult for both of them. There's maybe extra taxes or maybe extra implications that they never thought of in there as well, too. So most people, you know, don't understand the value of a plan until they have a very expensive decision to make. Right. You know, one that costs them thousands and thousands of dollars yes. delaying Social Security or not delaying it. When to take income, when not to take income from your investments, all of these things, you know, you can learn the lesson. Right. And maybe that lesson cost you ten, fifteen thousand 15 thousand dollars along the way that's a good lesson to pass along to your children. Man, I, you know, I, I, I was not, you know, we sold that land and I really wasn't expecting that much taxes off of it. You know, I thought I was only going to to pay this much. I ended up having to pay that much. Can you believe that? Like, well, Robert, I don't like talking about money with my kids. Okay. Well, if you don't like talking about your money with your kids, what, what's more uncomfortable for you talking to your money about kids, or talking to your kids about money, sorry, talking to your money about kids, oh, your money doesn't even want to listen to that, uh, but t- talking talking to your kids about money or leaving your money to the government, you know, which would upset you more? Which would you find, you know, w- me leaving money to the government would probably upset me more than having to have a talk about money with my kids. Right. So, Put it in perspective, you know. Think about these things because communication is important. It's it's one thing to have a plan. It's another thing to be able to communicate it with each other, so that way, if something happens, you know, the plan can stay intact and everything can move forward as was intended. Uh, you know, think about it. I always go back to that movie. Uh, you know, We Were Soldiers with Mel Gibson. I don't know if you ever saw that one back, but uh, it was a really good movie about the Vietnam War and the uh, the uh, air cav uh, that they created, where they they brought in. Some soldiers by helicopter and dropped them off and just kept bringing in waves of soldiers by helicopter uh, during the, the, the Vietnam War. And, you know, very early in the training, you know, all the when they're back at base camp on their own, all the all the uh, soldiers are practicing getting off the helicopter really quickly uh, and they stop for a second. And the next batch that comes in on the helicopter is about to get off. And before the first soldier, the, the, the commander can get off, Mel Gibson grabs him and says, wham, you're dead. What do you guys do now? you know, because that's, Mm. that's what's going to happen. You know, the next guy hesitates, bam, he's dead too. Next guy, you know, like you have to make these decisions quickly. Sometimes when things happen, the more planning, the more preparing, the more training you do prepares you to, you know, when life throws you curveballs, it's never fun, right? I mean, it's never like, oh man, that was, that was so great that I went through this really difficult and trying time. No, but you know what? I had a few things that made it easier on me had a few things that kept me comfortable where I wasn't as stressed out about it mm. while it was happening. Yeah. Okay, that that that's a victory, that's success in my book. That makes me feel good, that makes me feel the reward of the work that I did. And having a successful retirement is the reward for all the hard work that you have done. So if you've worked that hard, set yourself up for success, don't set yourself up for failure. Go out there, figure out the things that you wanna do, get organized, and then start looking for advice. And if you need help planning for your retirement, building a financial plan, we're here to help you with that clear retirement solution. And as always, all you need to do is call 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330-804-0123, where you can visit us on the web at myprismwealth.com. But that's about all the time we have for the show, the podcast. Thank you all for tuning into the extra time, the overtime of the podcast. (laughs) Thank you, Tony, for being here again with me as always. And we will see everybody next time on the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast.